You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. How many of us actually sit and go, do I schedule fun in my week? Yeah. And for, for you, fun is going to look a little different from me. Yeah. Am I allowing time in my yeah. week or my month for me to fill my cup doing things that aren't necessarily just family and wife related and church related? Am I allowing space in my week for fun? Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Dez. Well, welcome to this week's Momentum. It is Tim and Des with you once again. And wherever you are around the country, it is fantastic to have you tuning in. We really appreciate you doing that and spending some time with us here at Momentum. And look, by a quirk of fate, I don't know if you call it fate or just good luck, good luck that Des and I are actually in the same state, in the same studio this week as we wrap up the year, which is kind of nice, Des. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really... People look at you with a, a screen in the front. It's really a cool thing. I love it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yes, I'm in Western Australia. It's good to have you here. But again, wherever you are tuning in, really appreciate you doing that. And look, this is the final show for the year. Can't believe we're wrapping up the year, but, uh, you know, it's... Um, yeah, hopefully it's been a good year for you. We've got some stuff we're going to unpack in the next little half hour just to uh, to kind of wrap up the year well and get ready for 2024. Of course, before we do that, a couple of reminders about our website, MomentumAustralia.org. Uh, you can give us some feedback, ask a question, maybe suggest a topic. Uh, you can have a listen to previous shows, of course. And uh, what we really love is when guys like you get the heart of what Momentum is, and that is to impact men through this radio ministry, through um, the podcast, and if you want to financially be a part of that, we'd love that too, because we we run things fairly leanly at Momentum, let's be honest. So any support is really, really valid. You can do that at MomentumAustralia.org. And of course, the care line too. If you're having some issues, you don't have someone to talk to in your life, or you feel like you just want to take it outside of your usual circle and sphere, because it's a bit of a touchy subject, there's people that are there on the Momentum care line that you can have a completely confidential chat with and bear whatever is on your heart confidentially. Okay, that's always a good space to have. 1-800-000-MEN. That's 1-800-000-636 for the Momentum Care Line. Yeah, that's really cool because you can reach out seven days a week from 9 a.m. to 11 mm. p.m. Mm. to 1-800-000-636. But what's really exciting mm. is just the last few weeks we've launched our YouTube channel. Mm. And so if you go on to uh, YouTube and search for Momentum for Men, you will find our logo and you'll be able to find us. There's a couple of shows up there already. And so uh, there'll be three videos. So you can also look at Momentum wow. as well as the scary, isn't it? it you can well, look at Momentum as well as <laughs> hear Momentum. It's really cool. Look, in all fairness, um, it is a little scary, but it, it's kind of cool because let's be honest, a lot of how people connect is in that space visually now. I mean, a lot of social media is visual. It's not just audible. And that was really the heart behind why we launched the YouTube channel, not that Des and I are particularly good looking or want to be famous. It's that we want to give people another opportunity to connect with momentum. And if it's a visual space that's more appealing for people, then it's like, okay, well, let's step into that space. And it's a bit more engaging to watch as opposed to just listen. So yeah, Yeah, check out the YouTube channel. And the key thing is we're going to take the shows that we have produced this year. We've got the videos for all those. So all of those eventually will arrive on YouTube, which is going to be absolutely amazing. And so now it's great. We get some feedback. Don't forget, if you do go on, don't forget to subscribe and like and Mm. share because that expands the channel, gives us bigger reach. And that's the whole aim of the exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just quickly say as well, this is uh, our third year of momentum. And um, off the back of that, just uh, I don't know. How many countries we're in now? 
says with the podcast. 60. But it's it's yeah. pretty crazy. So um, <laughs> don't just think that this is now. I mean, the radio show is Australia wide, which is fantastic. But uh, this show reaches men all around the world, which is fantastic. And so just a thought: if you're wanting to sell financially, if you want to pray about that and go, hey, this is something I'd really love to get behind. I have a heart for men, not just here in Australia, but all around the world. And that support does touch men all around the world via MomentumAustralia.org and, of course, the podcast at Momentum Australia, wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, look, we are coming to the end of the year. Um, and, and I don't know that many people do this, days, but kind of to sit and to take stock at the end of the year um, and kind of look back over the year at some of the key events and kind of do a, a bit of evaluating. Is this something that you've traditionally ever done? No, it's, it's not actually. But you know what's interesting is we get so busy at the end of the year, mm. you know, with Christmas and decorations mm. and presents and Santa Claus and all the things. Well, and events, so, right? And events, and so yeah, all the yeah, end yeah. of year events that we've got to fill in exactly. as well. Exactly. So when do you take the time to reflect? And I think, you know, it's well worth doing. Mm. Sitting back and saying, look, you know, go back to last year, this time last year or January last mm. year. What goals did we set for ourselves? Have we achieved any of them? <laughs> Have we achieved one of them? <laughs> <laughs> Can you put it over how you have done this? And there's some statistics that say um, New Year's resolutions, 80% of them don't get past March. Right. So I'm surprised so, they get to March just quietly. Yeah. But, uh, well, 20% do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, look, I mean, this is something that we would encourage you. And I think for for a man particularly, and, and can I be really honest here? As a man, we don't tend to do – I think women can tend to more Reflect. sit in this, in this space. Mm-hmm. But I think for guys, I've been a journaler – from a young age, it just was something that I always did. And I've kept that through, wow. through varying intensities throughout yeah. the years. But but I certainly do a fair bit of journaling now. And I think it is really good to kind of find find some quiet time over the Christmas holidays or New Year's but, and just kind of reflect over the year that's been some of the key highlights. What were the good moments? Yeah. You know, what were the good things you can look back on and go, man, I'm really grateful for that. And then some of the tougher moments. Yeah. Not that we resent those or regret those i mean we might wish that they turned out a little different but there is always a learning that can come from both the yeah. good and the bad right yeah, i was going to say that i mean the, the key thing about what has gone bad is what lessons have you learned from it right if you haven't then what lessons can you learn from right. it and so you know by all i think it's important that we do both we look at the good and mm. we look at the bad and the ugly and and what can we mm. learn and what can we learn from other people's interactions with us. Mm. So, you know, situations that have arisen, maybe with family or, you know, with workmates or whoever, you know, how did that look? Mm. You know, what were the issues that you had to confront in that situation? Write them down, write the good and the bad. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Can, can I be a vulnerable moment here and say as, as a newly married well, not newly married now, but it's about 10 months down the track. That's as newly a, married. As a re- remarried, <laughs> you know, and going... Uh, I've learned a lot about myself. I mean, I've had to learn a lot about my wife, but I've learned a lot about myself through our interactions. Yes. And things that perhaps I thought at the age of now 50, I didn't do or didn't still do or thought I was further down the track with and and just get really honest and go, man, like, Timothy, you've still got some work to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Like these conversations, these interactions that we have with our partner, but also our work colleagues, our kids, like they will all teach us things if we are willing to look and learn and listen. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, that's why I'm never going to get married again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to have to go through that. (laughs) But it's it's an important lesson. And it It is is. important that we sit and reflect on, because we're, I mean, in any situation, we are dealing with other people, whether it be a Mm. wife or whether it be a a close friend or wherever it is, there's always things that we do Mm. that we can approve of. 
on. Mm. And so it's important at the end of the year we reflect on those and, and see what we could do better and write it down. Yeah. It's important to write it down because, you know, once that moment goes past, you will mm. forget. We mm. all do, right? Mm. And so it's important that we write that down somewhere, like in a journal, or, or even just get a piece of paper and just write it down yeah. and, and keep it, you know? Or for those who are perhaps a little younger days, no disrespect intended, take some notes on your phone, right? I mean, you've got them with you all the time. <laughs> right? I don't know why you would have a go at me. So I'm a technology guy. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, it is. It, yeah. it's because it is. When the stuff – and honestly, I will I, – that's part of the reason for journaling is that mm. I actually will go back periodically through the year yeah. and look back at certain things. Either it's stuff to remember – to uh, stuff that you know will encourage me, things that I feel like I've done well, or I yeah. felt in prayer, or certain things that somebody said that really grabbed me. Like it's good to have that kind of stuff yeah. stored. And I think talking of doing stuff well, I think that's another thing to look back at. And again, all of this takes a degree of humility and uh, an honesty with ourselves. Mm. But to look back and go, what what did I do well last year? Yeah. You know, yeah. what were the things I actually did do really well? And and not in a prideful way, but going, oh, I can be proud to some degree of those achievements in the way that I've perhaps progressed. Yes. And I'm making yes. progress in particular areas of my life. Yeah. And to acknowledge that as well, as much as then will be other areas that I can still pull my socks up with a little bit. And, and you know, what's really good is to ask other people. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah ask other people about, about <clears throat> you. I mean, that, we are, we're close mates and yeah. we, we talk about most things openly. Mm. And so, you know, I could ask you, hey, man, you know, here I am at the end of the year. What things have you seen different about me? What things have I improved on? What things, you know, do you see that mm. need the whole long list mm. of mm. things that need a lot of work? Yeah. Should we do that now? I <laughs> <laughs> don't have enough time on this show. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, right? That That's one of the toughest ways to learn. Mm. And one of the scariest things to do is to ask if you're married, your wife, for example, blokes, yeah. um, and or a close friend and go, be honest with me. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because you're guaranteed to get something that you're not going to like. Yeah, but you're putting yourself in a position where that hopefully that answer will help you. Yes, right, and this is why. So the other side of that coin, and we've talked about this throughout momentum throughout the last few years, is to make sure that you're asking the right people because there are people who will want to offload. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because they've got a niggle with you, or you've upset them, or they don't like you anymore or whatever it may be. And it's just an open invitation for them to barrage with you with a bunch of stuff yeah. as opposed to those who genuinely love you, care for you, and you're asking to go, I want to be a better version of myself. Can yeah. you help me? So the interesting thing about that is what happens if you don't have that person? Mm. And that's also something we've talked about a lot on Momentum. Mm. You know, having that close person that you can be, have that open, safe conversation with. And guys, if you're listening today and you don't have that, as we always say in Momentum, go and find that person. Find somebody in your church, somebody in your youth group, somebody, mm. whatever sphere of world the world you're in, go and find that one person who you believe you can have that safe and confidential conversation with. And if not, reach out to her, Caroline, and mm. have a conversation there. But but yeah, you need to have that conversation exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, feedback is key, right? And it is yeah. good to get an idea of what other people think of us and, and how they see us. Because often we've got this idea of ourselves that perhaps might be a little inaccurate. 
Yeah. Let's be honest. Because yeah. we all like to think we're better than perhaps we are. And and that's not a negative. It's just to go, sometimes we need a reality check about certain things. And again, another vulnerable moment, a close friend of mine who we've had on Momentum, by the way, um, <laughs> I, I, I made that, I was going to say mistake, but I did that once. And he was driving me to the airport and in the car, I said to him, can you just, what, what do you see, essentially? And he gave, me a, he gave me a response and man, it stung. Oh. It, it stung. But I didn't respond because I, partly, A, I'd asked for it and B, I knew that there was truth in it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it's yeah. funny because that was probably about five or six years ago. Wow. And I can see down the track now mm. how what he said in that moment was 110% accurate. Wow. I just didn't fully see it at that stage but as yeah. I've gone down the track ago he was 110% right and that's the importance of accepting things that people say to us right rather than reacting to it mm. I mean that's wisdom in itself just mm. the fact that you took it on board and explored it and kept it in mind yeah. and so now you're able to reflect on that and say hey you know that was really good but let me ask you a question oh gosh What's, <laughs> no 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 <laughs> what sort of areas do you think we should look at in our lives to you know, to reflect on our life. Obviously, you know, our faith is one. Mm. You know, how much time do we spend in prayer? How much quiet time do we have? What's our relationship with Jesus like? You know, what's our relationship with the Holy Spirit like? Um, you know, other things that get in the way of that part of our life, which mm. is critical. Mm. What other areas do you think we should have a look at? Look, I'm a big believer, Des, and, and we've, again, touched on this before. And I think what we might do is just skim over this and come back so we can unpack this some more but uh, i'm a big believer that we are called particularly if we are of faith Mm -hmm. to steward every area of our lives Mm -hmm. well you know we we generally tend to think stewardship is around finances and there's certainly something around that but i'm a big believer in stewarding everything that i've been given that's my time Mm -hmm. my thoughts my words my actions my family yes right then my job, my ministry, yeah. my like every part of my life, am I using that in a way that is appropriate? Mm-hmm. Is God honoring? Yeah, good. Um, and is there any parts of those that perhaps uh, I'm, I'm not? Like I'm still, and let's be honest, <laughs> we, are, we are naturally selfish people. Mm. We're just born selfish because we live in a fallen world. And if we don't actively take steps to counteract that, yeah. and die to self in every area of our life, we're going to be the leader of some of those areas of our life. And this is our biggest challenge, I think. And this is bigger picture stuff. Um, have we made Jesus Lord mm. or is he still just Savior? Yes. And yeah. by that, I mean Savior over all, but in each of those areas, is he the Lordship of each yeah. of those areas? And am I honoring him in each of those areas of my life. It's, it's interesting. You talked about being selfish. Actually, we had a conversation yesterday with a friend of ours, and, and one of the things that he talked about was, I never had to teach my children to be right. selfish. 100%. <laughs> That's so, so, so true. Yeah. I mean, there's no courses that you need right. to learn how to be selfish, right? right? right. It talks about our sinful nature and yeah. so forth. But I thought that was really a cool st- statement to make. Absolutely but, true. But it's so, so true, isn't Absolutely it? Absolutely yeah. true. So look, um, well, we're going to take a short break. Hopefully, that's, that's helped you. Um, some things to look at as we come to the end of the year. Key events, highlights, good moments. What were the not-so-good moments? What did I learn from them? What did I learn about myself, about my family? Um, what did I do well? And if I'm on this, what can I do better next year? So, some thoughts to think as we get into the break. 
on the other side of the break, Daz, I think let's then look at how do we plan mm. next year? What sorts of things do we think about coming into next year? Because we don't just want to launch into 2024 and do the same old, same old. Exactly. But how can we intentionally put some thought into who we want to be, where we want to go, what do I want my life to look like, and how does that align with what God wants for me? Exactly. Some big questions. We're going to answer some of those on the other side of this break at Momentum. We'll we'll give a few pointers. (laughs) Some pointers. (laughs) MomentumAustralia.org, of course, is our website. I encourage you to explore that as we take a short break in this week's show. And Des and I will be back in just a moment. Stay tuned. This is Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. All right, it is part two of this week's show. Welcome back to Momentum and uh, Tim and Des with you for the final show of the year. And so we talked about in the first part of the show, Des, some things to think about uh, to kind of recap the year, go over the year, look at the good bits, the bad bits, uh, assess some things, what we did well, what we can do better. And that's really the launching pad then as we step into 2024. And so we've got a few things to, to look at here so that we're not just kind of all of a sudden just find ourselves in the year and and we haven't really put some thought into that. Yeah, and if you don't change anything in your life, you're just going to repeat the same thing over again. What's the, who was it said, yeah, if you keep doing the same thing, a fool will expect that from an outcome. Something like that. Well, there's the famous yeah. quote from one of the famous people. Yeah, famous famous people. Yeah, we like <laughs> I can't remember people. even the quote right now. <laughs> but, but the yeah. quote that I used last year, and I will use this again because it is good. This was from Mark Varagis of Kingdom City Church. If a new year doesn't come with a new you, then the new year is last year on repeat. Yeah, I right. love that. That's great. Yeah, I like yeah. that too. If yeah. a new year doesn't come with a new you, then the new year is last year on repeat. In other words, if we don't do something to change ourselves, yeah. we bring ourselves into the new year. And some circumstances will change, but... Mm. Bearing in mind, a lot of what we operate out of is subconscious. Yes. Right? Yes. So if we don't actively think about exactly. who we are and what we're doing and our habits and those sorts of things, we'll just repeat the same patterns and the new year will take on a very similar form as to the old year. And certainly if you look at the things that we haven't done well during the year, this, right. this year, 2023, we need to reflect on those and say, hey, you know what? I, I didn't really didn't do a good job there. Mm. What can I do differently? Mm. What can I do that's more God-aligned? What can I do that's more spiritual-aligned, mm. for example? Um, and it, it flows through everything, not just those, but Absolutely. let's just take those. To start. Yeah. So I mean, the faith thing is about, you know, how much time did I spend reading God's Word? How much time did I spend meditating on His Word? How much mm. of that time did I spend praying? How much time did I spend worshiping and thanking God for all the things that I've had, mm. you know, in, I have in my life? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I've put faith first because I mm. think as men of faith, yeah. if we get that right, that part right, yeah. the rest of it tends to flow a little better. It can certainly can do, right? yeah. Because if yeah. we if we get our faith and our relationship with God right, yeah. then I'm I'm a hundred percent convinced that He will honor yes. the other bits that we bring to Him. And like yeah. you said, I mean, you know, what what's your prayer life like? What's your quiet time? What's your Bible reading time? Because yeah. a lot of us struggle with reading mm-hmm. and and taking time to read. Yeah. Um, are there things in your life that you need to get rid of? Yeah. Um, you know, is there is there sin in your life? Is yeah. there a re- repetitive sin that's yeah. blocking you? Mm. Uh, or are there particular habits that you're still yet to give up that yeah. are blocking you? And I think what you said there, Des, is such a key piece, the gratitude piece. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the Bible talks about come and present your request with thanksgiving. Yes, exactly. And a lot of us present the requests, yeah. but I'm not sure that we do the thanksgiving. No. And <laughs> I, I've had to learn that over the years. And, and, Honestly, I look back and I go, 
there was so many years where God was blessing my life, but I wasn't thanking him for it. Yeah. And now every day I wake up for the fact that I live in a great country with a roof over my head, with a bed that I've slept in, with a wife and kids that are healthy, with water coming out of my tap and food and a car and a job. I mean, and and to some degree, as my daughter once said to me when she was younger, it's basic stuff, dad, in inverted commas. I said, well, it's basic for us, but there's many people around the world who don't have the lifestyle that we have here in Australia. Do we take a moment to thank God for that? Or are we always whinging about the stuff that we don't have? Yeah, I think somebody said, if you can put food on your table once a day, you're in the top 5% of the world's population. Right. I mean, what does that what does that look like? I mean, that's huge. It's crazy. It? It's crazy. Absolutely. But going back to the Bible study thing again, mm. you know, one of the things that, that I have found has helped me is to have... Um, a reading Bible. So when you get some spare time in your car, listen to a podcast, a, a Christian podcast. Listen to something that will really help you as an individual. And guess what? We've got momentum podcasts that fall into mm. that category too. Mm. But whatever it is, don't waste time. You know, doing stuff that's not meaningful. You know, take that time that you have and use it. Mm. You know, for His glory. Well, this comes back to stewardship, yeah. which we yeah, talked does, about in the yeah. first part of the show. And and so it's even, and even for me, Des, if I can just throw into that as well, I love listening to music. Mm. Now, I love a lot of Christian music, but I don't mind the occasional non-Christian music, depending on what it is. Yeah, sure. And when I'm at the gym, sometimes I find I need music to, you know, get me going a little bit. Yeah. But not that I was convicted, but I decided to make a switch last year, and that was to drop the music and listen to podcasts All right. at the gym. Yeah. Particularly if I'm on a treadmill or a bike for half an hour, I'm like, I don't need the motivation while I'm lifting weights. So I can just kind of listen to a podcast while I'm yeah. doing cardio. And that for me has been game changing. Wow. Just listening to and making sure I'm listening to good quality podcasts, yeah, yeah. you know, stuff that's going to encourage me and feed me and, yeah. and lift me up and those sorts of things. But just simple mm. little things like that that you can tweak and go, oh, instead of just listening to the same old songs, I'm going to feed myself something different that's yeah. going to encourage me. I love that. I really do. That's really cool, man. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. So w- one of the other things, areas that you might want to explore in, mm. your, in the, our future is one that I'm not involved with, <laughs> which is marriage. <laughs> and so, and sure. so, I mean, it's interesting in your space, you know, you're not even a year into your new marriage. Yeah. And so, and so, as you rightly said, you're exploring new things. You're, you're, you know, re-examining your own values and how you treat your wife. And I'm not saying you don't treat your wife sure. because I know you do. Yeah. But, but there's always things we can learn and that connection and so forth. 100%. Yeah. But, but I think the, the key word, Des, and we talk about this a lot on Momentum generically, is intentionality. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If we are not intentional, whether it's in our prayer life, in our marriage, with our kids, with our job, with our ministry, with our spare time even, yeah. you know, with our finances, uh, again, there's that great saying, they didn't plan to fail. Uh, they fail to plan. Yeah. If if you're not intentional about what you're sowing into these areas of your life, you'll settle for something and it may not be great. So even let's go back to the marriage. It's like, uh, you know, are we in this? I mean, we're, we're new. So we're still kind of figuring a lot of stuff out, which is good because it's bringing conversations and mm. we're having to have those sorts of conversations, which is good. Uh, you know, you might be five, 10 years down the track where you've kind of found that little lull and the rut a little <laughs> bit and you can start taking your partner for granted. And, yeah, yeah. you know, we've been there before. Um, so how can I be intentional this year with regaining some spark or some deeper connection or intimacy yeah, or physical yeah. connection with yeah. my partner? You know, um, what does that mean? Like now we've got kids, so things are a little different. So 
do I organize a date night once a fortnight yeah. or once a month? Am I proactive in that? Is it simple things as I make sure that once a week I buy my wife flowers or I leave a note or a card or yeah. whatever it yeah, may be that speaks exactly. her love language, you know, yeah. it, it, but it's being intentional about doing something in that space, not just letting it drift. And somebody, somebody once said, if you spent more time courting in your marriage, courting, yes. courting in your marriage, yes. you would be less marriages in court. Right. I've heard that. That's good. <laughs> That's really so good. true. But it's true. Absolutely. It is true. And particularly as guys, let's yeah. be honest, we love the chase before the marriage. Yeah. And um, then the marriage part is can be difficult. And it's not it's not hard to do that, the courting. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's a nice thing to do. It is. Enjoyable thing to do. Indeed. So Indeed. then that leads into the whole issue of families yeah. and, and, and how you can do... <clears throat> Uh, how you can do the family side better? I, to be honest, I wasn't a good dad, so you know. The, when I look back on you know the fact that there's so much time I wasn't at home, I was mm. off doing business, traveling overseas, whatever it happened to be. Mm. There's so many men who fall into that camp who think sure. that their job is more important than their family. And actually, we had Richard Fay on last, during the year, mm. and that's one of the things he talked about was the fact that he deliberately left work at five o'clock, mm. despite the fact that all the rest of the people were at work. He deliberately left at five o'clock so he can get home mm. and have dinner with his mm. kids. And I, I so admire that. Again, Daisy, I think it comes back to intentionality. Yeah, it's it it's does. looking at the week and going, okay, in the week I may be absolutely flat track mm. Monday to Friday, yeah. but then I keep my Saturday free for my family. Mm. And we not just keep it free and everyone's you know on their own tablets and iPads and whatever, locked yeah. away in different rooms. It's that we are intentional with going, we make Saturday our day. Yeah. We might go and do a trip once a week or we go to the movies or we go to the beach or you know we I don't know, whatever it may be. Or we do something fun together. But, uh, I mean, what does that look like for your family? Um, are you having dinner regularly together? Because yeah. a lot of families don't. So it might be three out of the five nights through the week we try and get home at the dinner table and we all sit together as a family and eat. You know, something like that. Do we pray together as a family? Yes. You know, yes. Uh, am I making sure that I'm covering my family in prayer? Am I, do they see me praying for them? Mm-hmm rather than me just praying in the car on the way to work. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's just these little things that we can do and tweak and go, whatever works for my family and my our structure and our routine, how can I as a dad, particularly guys, be proactive in that space and making sure I'm connecting with my kids and my wife throughout the week and then we make sure that we're preserving time to have family yeah. time together to really connect, to get to know each other and spend time together. So how do you do the family stuff like you've just described yeah. and yet keep a strong workplace responsibility as well? And that's an interesting balance, isn't it? Of course, but yeah. I think it comes back to boundaries. Yes. yes Having healthy boundaries, boundaries. Yes, right? Yes, it does. And saying no yeah. is okay. Yes. And I think, you know, any any boss will respect if he's a good, if he's a good person. Yeah. Any boss will respect the fact that you go, here are my boundaries. So after six or seven o'clock at night, my phone goes off yes. and I'm with my family. Yes. Saturdays and weekends or whatever, depending on your job, obviously, yeah, you've got to work around it. But, you know, I don't answer my phone, my work phone yeah, on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So come six o'clock on Friday night until nine o'clock Monday morning or wherever it may be, I don't look at my, I don't do that stuff. That's my family time. I yeah. preserve that. Yeah. I, but that said, when I'm at work, then I'm at work, right? Yeah. <laughs> and likewise, the boundaries for my family need to be the same. So I don't, you know, unless it's an emergency or whatever, I can't be interrupted because this yeah. is the thing. But outside of that, I'm putting healthy boundaries in. That's good. I really, I really like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, certainly in, you can put too many boundaries in place in the sense that, um, you know, you, you, you set a boundary 
too broad, like nine o'clock at night. I'm not going to work past nine o'clock, which, sure. is, which destroys the whole point of doing it. Hundred percent. So, yeah. so we need to just have that that right balance and so forth. One of the things that guys tend to shy away from in general is ministry, hmm. and so they get they, you know, they 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 they're saved. They have a faith. Um, they have the, they take the kids to church and all those things. But in terms of how they serve God, mm. they they shy away from that to a degree. And you know, we we run this momentum ministry and we love doing it and it's great and but it, it does take time and that comes into this time fold again. Mm. So you've got your family, you've got work and then you've got ministry. How do we put all those in together? Again, I think it comes back to looking at realistically what you can do in your current season. Yeah. And and when I say season, I think seasons are really important to acknowledge yeah. because there are seasons in life. Yeah. And yeah. using myself as an example, in my in my first marriage, we were we were on a worship team every single week, which meant there was a certain commitment every Sunday yeah. and then a certain commitment through the week mm. um, as a music practice that for 10 years, 10 13 years, we were that was our life. And since then, um I haven't done a lot of ministry in church. I've done a lot of ministry outside of church. And I think there are seasons. And to go, look, in my current season with my family, where it's at, maybe once a month on a roster is the best I can do. Yeah. Right? Or it might be that I'm not on a roster in this current season, but we still actively attend church and whatever. And it might be that, you know, my kids are a little bit older and whatever, so I can commit more to, I can be once a week or once yeah, a fortnight yeah. or whatever it may be. But I think, again, it's it's having the ability to look at your boundaries, look at your lifestyle and go, realistically, this is what I can commit to, given my other commitments. And that's not going to send me into burnout. Yeah. Right, by adding point. something else into yeah. the mix. And, and I want to honor the church and I want to honor God with my gift and whatever. But if that's going to tip me over the edge, I'm sure God would be okay with having somebody else and letting me just do what I do for this season yeah. rather than me suffer burnout and be a complete, completely no good to anybody. No, no, no exactly. Let alone the church or my family. <laughs> now, the other subject that I don't like getting into very often, that's because it pricks my conscience. Interesting. <laughs> is the whole area of health. Right. And so, you know, all these other things are great and they're absolutely so critical. But what also is important is our lifestyle in terms of how healthy we are. Sure. And and so we need to bring that into the equation too, much as I love talking about vegetables and, sure. and so forth. <laughs> so, well, my, my thought is this, Des, and, and as you know, I'm a bit of, I have certainly been in, in my youth, uh, I was a health nut. Yeah. Uh, easing a little bit as I get older, now turning 50, um, but still mindful. I, the way that I look at it is, is this, like you've got to live with yourself every single day. Yes. Right. And if you're in, if you're in better shape, Life is just easier, right? Okay. You, you you feel better. You feel more confident. You feel fitter. You can play with your kids, you know, for yeah. us, it's now yeah, grandkids, yeah. Um, you know, uh, and you just, you can do life better when you're in a better physical state. So if I'm, uh, I'm a guy and I'm in mid-30s and I'm a bit overweight and I've got kids and I've got a job and yeah. I've got family and I'm serving in church and all that stuff, how do you find the time to get healthy? You make time. Yeah, okay. You make time. So I on, so honestly, you give up something else? No, well, not, look, I mean, in my first marriage, we had five kids, Yeah. right? And I I was allowed, thankfully my wife understood how important it was and for her, for me to get to the gym on a regular basis. Right. And even if I hadn't been to the gym for two or three days and I started to get a little antsy, shall we say, 
she would say to me, "Have you, have you, when will you last go to the gym?" I'm like, oh, she's like, "Do you need to go? Would you like to go?" Yeah, like, that's good. Actually, I would. So yeah. we had five kids. Life was chaotic, but my gym routine was important not just for my physical health, but for my mental health. Yeah. And yeah. also, when I did that, it I was able to. It was an outlet for a lot of frustration, a lot of whatever. It was me time, you know. Plus, it's sewing into my my body, which I'm keeping myself mm. healthy. Um, everybody wins out of that. Everybody wins out of that. Not just me, but my family, because they get a they get a softer version of me. I'm not bringing a lot of anger and frustration home. I'm letting it go at the gym. I come in the door. I'm a better person for it. Yeah. So, so I know I'm not saying it's easy, but I am saying make time for it. And if I could do it with five kids in my first marriage, when I was working full time plus doing ministry at church, you can make time. It's it's all about priorities, and okay. you prioritize the things that are important uh, to can you. Can I just also say, do things with your kids. <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't sure. have to, you don't have to go to the gym, but you can take your kids for a long walk. 100%. You, can, you go for a walk with your wife in the evening or wherever that looks like. You know, find a way of doing exercise. Be careful of your diet. You know, uh, you know avoid uh, yeah. too much alcohol and those sort of things that don't do you any good. And, and the, th- the key thing is a couple of things. Um, it, it, it's not actually that hard. Yeah. But it does take intentionality. There's yeah. that word again, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So, um, you know, I used to kill myself in the gym. You know, I used to go really hard in yeah. my th- in my twenties and thirties, particularly. And I've backed off a little bit, but now I realize you can do something. Anything is better than nothing. Yes. Whether it's a walk around the yeah. block three times a week with the kids, it's better than nothing. If it's a cycle once a weekend with the family, that's better than nothing. Yeah. Right. And then it's about what what's what you're putting into your body versus the amount of and so essentially losing weight or keeping a, maintaining a weight is energy in versus energy out how much am i eating how much am i burning yeah, right yeah, yeah. if i'm eating too much i'm going to put on weight if i'm eating too little i'm going to lose weight yeah. it's it's actually not that hard yeah. <laughs> but it's hard if that makes sense so it's it's a, do i need to drink more water do i need to drop the coke zero and drink more water you know oh des there you ouch. go that's for you ouch. do i need to drink the the sugary drinks you know, the yeah, yeah, the yeah. energy drinks mm-hmm. and exchange them for water. Like just it's looking at your diet and going, I, I can tweak these a little bit. Yeah. And over yeah. a period of a year, that's going to have big results. I'm not going to see it the following day, yeah. but little things I can do to get myself in better yeah, health. For sure. And and sitting alongside that, of course, uh, and the thing we talk about regularly on Momentum is friendships and having those close friends alongside mm-hmm. us who, you know, we've, you know, we have close friends that we, you know, can share things with, but a, a broader circle of friends who we can do life with and socialize with and so forth. That's very important too. 100%. There's so many lonely men yeah. out there who who don't even know how to make friends, never mind having good friends. And so, you know, we encourage men always on momentum to get out there and, you know, find a group of men who you can do life with, just talk to, have a coffee with. So, so to expand on that, Des, uh, here's the way that I look at friendships. I've got an inner circle, mm-hmm. which are my closest friends, yeah. right? They're the people I let into the deepest, darkest spaces of my life. Mm-hmm. Then I have an outer circle yeah. that know me quite well, but they don't necessarily get full access to me. Sure. Then there's a lot, a lot of people that are just acquaintances, yeah. people that I know. I say hi to you. I might have a coffee with once in a while, yeah. but they're not really close friends. Right, and so I think it's good to actually look at your friendships and recognize which kind of circle or whatever these people yeah. are, because you don't let certain people into your inner circle, right? Yeah. They're going to burn you. Yes. Likewise, or, or they're caustic, or the right, you know, whatever it is. Hundred mm. uh, percent. And likewise, you can't be a a good best friend 
to a hundred acquaintances. No, exactly. So it's about looking at your know, who's my inner circle, who's my outer circle, and then who are just acquaintances. And that's not a bad thing. Mm. But also, who do I enjoy being around? Yeah. Who brings out a good version of me? Yes. Who encourages me? Who do I like sitting with and talking to? Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than having acquaintances that you sit with and go, man. I just had an hour with that person. Now I feel worse than I did before I went into the conversation. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, let's be honest, we have those people. Mm. And it might be that this year is about cutting some people out of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And going, that the season for that friendship is finished. And of course, that, that leads to another area, and that is the whole area of having fun. Yes. And we don't talk about that very much, about how we actually <laughs> relax and enjoy. And, yeah. And, um, and we're built for... Fellowship. We're built for for communication. We're built for um, intimacy in that sense of having fun with other sure. people. I'm, I'm mindful of the time, but let me quickly. I did put that in because, and that was a bit of an afterthought because yeah. I thought, you know what? How many of us actually sit and go? Do I schedule fun in my week? Yeah. And for for you, fun is going to look a little different from me. Yeah. Right. And it might be that it's the gym, but do, am I doing things that? you know, that really spark me, that fill me creatively, for yeah. example. Do I like to sing? Do I like to, um, you know, uh, do something like four-wheel driving or motorbiking? Or yeah. do I do the things, am I allowing time in my yeah. week or my month for me to fill my cup doing things that aren't necessarily just family and wife-related and church-related and work-related? Might be something that I just, I haven't done for years. Like, I don't know, maybe I want to learn how to paint or cook or you know, learn another language or do something yeah. like something that is just something I've always wanted to do and I used to do, but I've forgotten about it and I've kind of put on the shelf because I'm too yeah. busy. Am I allowing space yeah. in my week for fun? And that is so important. I have a really dear friend of mine who every morning gets up about 5.30 and goes for a swim in the ocean. Wow. Now, I couldn't do that. No, I couldn't I do that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> but but uh, that is his time, right? That is yeah. his time where he gets is close to God. He you know, meditates. It doesn't fall asleep, hopefully. Sure. But meditates and, and, and prays during that time. And yeah. he comes back refreshed. And sure. and so that's a really cool thing to do. That's his, his fun time. And, and let's be honest. A lot of us can feel guilty about having fun, mm. right? Mm. And and we shouldn't because there's there's parts of our life which, which are uh, super busy and work is necessary and looking after family is a good thing. Da, da, da. Uh, but there's also God's given you things that, you love to do, yeah. right? And that's okay. Mm. And don't feel guilty about those things. Now, imbalance, of course, yeah. right? Yes. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Make sure you schedule some time for the fun stuff in your life, whether yeah. that's individually or with your family or with others. Yeah. But but have that balance. Um, we've covered a fair bit of ground and we're running out of time. And this is the final show for the year. So I yeah. do just want to quickly say, uh, we'll come back on the other side of this. Once we had a few weeks break over Christmas, as you did too, um, we'll come back and, and expand on this as we get into 2024. But there's just a few thank yous to wrap yeah, up the year. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're so grateful for all the radio stations that take the show. Yeah. Um, all the stations, including Vision Radio, we just love the fact that the stations see the value um, of, of what we bring to the table. Uh, and so we're really, really grateful for the people who listen, yeah. for those who have who donate into this ministry. We're just so grateful for what you've given us the opportunity to do. And for the for men listening, just thank you for taking the time to listen. Yeah, we hopefully have found it a blessing, and it has helped you do life better. Yeah, yeah. off the back of that, 
I reiterate all of that, but I just want to also say a big thank you to each of our guests yes, who indeed. come on the show this year and, uh, you know, they give it their time, they give it themselves and, and their heart is, you know, to impact men's lives too. So we want to thank you uh, to them. And a final, uh, but last but not least, Justin, our producer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If yeah. you're listening, mate, well, he will be listening because yeah. he'll be editing this. <laughs> he does all of our shows every week and Justin man we'd be lost without you yes. so from Des and I and yeah. of course everybody listening thank you mm. for all of your efforts in helping Momentum Indeed. get to air every single week yeah. around Australia so and we wish, wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year because we won't get the chance to right. talk to you after this show so yeah. we wish you all a safe and a healthy Christmas yeah indeed from all the team here at Momentum um, thanks for listening this year have a great Christmas uh, enjoy your break mm. Uh, take some time to think and reflect and uh, Des and I will be back with you I think early Feb early February early February February, our first show in Momentum but we'll keep you updated on the socials with that Uh, in the meantime again MomentumAustralia.org is our website check out the YouTube channel that will be happening over Christmas and New Year too Momentum for Men and it's Tim and Des signing off for the final time for 2023 thanks so much for listening this year God bless you have a great Christmas we'll catch you in 2024 you've been listening to Momentum a show that helps men succeed in life. For more information or to hear this week's show again, go to MomentumAustralia.org. You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org. Until next time, keep moving forward with Momentum.